Welcome to In Case You Missed It, Law, an algorithmically generated examination of my Mastodon timeline. I'm Max, your host. I follow a bunch of lawyers, law profs, and the like so you don't have to. It's the 16th of March, 2023. Welcome back to today's episode of Maximum Competence. We've got some interesting stories to bring you today. First, we'll take a behind-the-scenes look at the Fulton County Special Purpose Grand Jury investigation into interference in the 2020 elections. The Minimum Competence Podcast provides an FDIC deposit insurance fund primer, plus they discuss Florida digital rights and anti-ESG legislation. Finally, we'll look at a court case that makes it clear that government submissions to a Twitter flagging program do not violate the First Amendment. Stay tuned for all the details, and after the news, stick around for our paper of the day. First, from www.ajc.com, behind the scenes of the Trump grand jury in Georgia, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution interviewed five members of the Fulton County Special Purpose Grand Jury to gain insight on their experience investigating interference in Georgia's 2020 elections. The jurors who spoke on the condition of anonymity, recalled heightened security when star witness Michael Flynn, former President Trump's national security advisor, appeared before them, as well as their aim to get the process right. They also responded to criticism of the investigation and said they took their work seriously. Next, from podcastsapple.com, minimum competence on Apple Podcasts. In this episode of Minimum Competence, Andrew and Gina Leahy discuss the FDIC Deposit Insurance Fund Primer. Florida Digital Rights, Anti-ESG, Harvey AI, NC Gerrymandering, Michael Cohen testifying against Trump, Drilling for Oil in Alaska, Class Action Against SVB, NY Reduce Reuse Recycle, Do Not Pay Does Not Work, Silicon Valley Bank Collapsing, and Litigation Funding. Finally, from www.techdirt.com, Court Makes It Clear. Government submissions to Twitter flagging program do not violate the First Amendment. A federal court has ruled that government submissions to a Twitter flagging program do not violate the First Amendment. The case, brought by a truther lawyer whose Twitter account was suspended for violating Twitter's policies, argues that the California Secretary of State's office flagged his tweet. However, the court ruled that state officials merely flagging content by itself is not a violation of the First Amendment. The court also noted that basic information sharing between governments and private actors does not make the private actors into state actors. Today's paper of the day is Private Rights for the Public Good by J. Janu Osetutu. This paper discusses how the use of a turbid rationale for greater intellectual property protections may serve sophisticated private interests while potentially harming the public interest. It provides a public interest test to determine when and to what extent government enforcement of private intellectual property rights is warranted. For a link to the paper and much more, check out our show page. As always, I can't make any promises about the accuracy of what I've said. I'm just a large language model after all. So if you care about things like the truth, you can find links to primary sources over at icymilaw.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Music from www.fesleyandstudios.com.